Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. I am back here once again today. Well, we are now three games into the preseason. Just, just one more to go, and then we get into the regular season, the long-awaited regular season, or for some of us, short-awaited, because the summer feels... Oh, so short. Man, I'm going to miss it. Only one week left of August, despite the fact it's been one of the most humid months of August of all time. Hmm, makes you want to have a uh, little can of that Halcyon Wheat Ale from uh, Tallgrass. Hmm. <laughs> That's their summer cooler, we'll call it, because you know how certain beers are winter warmers. But yeah, you'll hear about Tallgrass later in the jingles. Uh, well, three games into the preseason. This was the most regular season-looking type of game, and uh, the Vikings looked awfully damn good, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, uh, very, very, very nice indeed, pounding the Kansas City Chiefs into submission, at least for the most part. <laughs> for the most part, for the most part. Yeah, a uh, nice, strong 30-12 to victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs scoring a touchdown to make it 12 because there was a safety in this game. That's why the number is so weird. Unfortunately, the safety against uh, Matt Castle in the Minnesota Vikings. Fourth game of the preseason will be this Thursday, the 28th of August, not too long from now. A Thursday night game. So those of you working second shift like me, get your NFL mobile ready, especially if you're a Verizon wireless customer, Wes. That's when you're more lucky to be able to have it. Obviously, some of you have the preseason app out there. Um, I wish, uh, yeah... Unfortunately, you've heard nothing but negative stuff. It's all one-star ratings on there, so that's the crappy part. It wasn't the 20 bucks that pissed people off. It's the fact that it didn't work. So, But uh, hopefully the NFL mobile app will work at least. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. We're going to be uh, doing our best with that one. Otherwise, I will have to re-watch it, <laughs> unfortunately, before I record the show. And then we'll get into our, uh, well, of course, that, the next show will be the season preview. Because the fourth game, you know, we talk about the cuts and such. Strangely, not... A, well, no, obviously not strangely, but uh, haven't been any major cuts as of yet. So the time, uh, the next show, we'll be talking a hell of a lot more about cutdowns and such. We'll see if there's any surprises up and coming. Nothing yet. Nothing big going on as of yet. Yes, sir, Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. Got it like that. Coming up on Thursday. Thursday night football has a uh, negative history. Sunday Night Football has a very positive history. Though neither have a positive history for the Vikings, but a positive history in terms of the matchup itself 
throughout the NFL. All right, I'm kind of going off into not la-la land here. A fun game uh, for the most part. Uh, yeah, the Vikings, are, well, they look pretty good on the defensive side and the offensive side, kind of showing their true colors a bit. Though at the same time, it's more or less you look for tendencies of this and that, not so much of like, wow, we're going to kick everybody's ass, we're going to win the Super Bowl, but, you know, because obviously that's a bit far-fetched right now. Some teams play well in the preseason. Some teams play poorly in the preseason. Doesn't always reflect on where the regular season is headed. Last year, like I've said a million times, you could tell where the team was headed because the offensive line was poop. Christian Ponder couldn't, uh, I don't even know, Christian Ponder couldn't do anything. Couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't tough his way through a play. Couldn't couldn't make a play if his life depended on it. It was a flat-out joke. No Christian Ponder the past two weeks. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice not having to watch him play? Yeah, but uh, Matt Castle kind of coming back down to earth a little bit against the Kansas City Chiefs, throwing a pick in this game. Uh, not the sharpest thing you've ever seen, but really early on, Shades of 98. Shades of 98 on a deep pass to Cordero Patterson. Oh, wasn't that fun? Wasn't that fun? And Cordero Patterson just beat the defender. He just beat him. I mean, he blew by him. And an accurate pass by Matt Castle. Cordero Patterson didn't really have to... uh, I mean, I think he maybe had to slow down a teensy tiny bit. But that's not a big deal. He was still able to catch it in stride. And the defender had no chance to catch him. 7-0 Minnesota. That was a lot of fun to watch. Matt Castle, unfortunately, fumbled and was called for a safety about five minutes later. It's just one of those situations. Kansas City does have, they when they when, when they rush the quarterback, they look pretty tough. I mean, it's it's been a tradition there pretty much forever, at least, well, for the most part. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs in uh, Minnesota in Arrowhead is usually a disaster. So kind of cool to see the Vikings win, even if it was a preseason game in Arrowhead. We've seen uh, many... Solid seasons get derailed by going to Arrowhead. The 99 Vikings lost a chance for home field advantage by going to Arrowhead that year. It was a quite unfortunate loss. The Vikings were winning most of that game and lost it, but obviously that was long ago. But just saying, lots and lots of uh, games over the years where the Vikings have really struggled in Arrowhead. Remember, they got absolutely crushed by the... They got absolutely crushed by the Kansas City Chiefs a few years back in 2011 when Donovan McNabb was the quarterback. Oh boy, we don't really want to remember that too much. This game, I mean, what more can you get out of it other than, uh, yeah, Castle? I think this is about what Castle is overall. Uh, you know, he's going to have some good games and he's going to have some eh games. He was kind of in the middle of eh and, uh, and good, I guess, in this one. I think this really is what you're going to get out of Matt Castle. Overall, uh, his his completion percentage will be higher. Sure, we'll give him that. Um, obviously, not the most mobile guy in the history of the world. He's going to get sacked. He got sacked three times in the game. The pass rush did get to him a bit. And like any quarterback, when the when there is a pass rush, they're going to struggle a little bit. And Matt Castle did struggle a little bit in this one. Nine of seventeen overall in the, the game. One interception. Luckily, not two. Uh, Alex Smith. <laughs> Alex Smith sucks. No, yeah, kind of. He didn't look good in this game. Two interceptions overall. Vikings pass rush did get to him fairly well. Not very good decisions. Not very good uh, passes. Just not accurate passes. The same kind of guy that 
you know, Matt Castle and Alex Smith are kind of similar in a way. They just, they're good enough to be a starter in the league, but certainly, but, you know, obviously not good enough to be called the quarterback of the future. Luckily for the Vikings, we didn't draft Matt Castle number one overall. Well, luckily for the Chiefs, they didn't draft Alex Smith number one overall, but San Francisco did. They just got super lucky by getting Colin Kaepernick, who also is inconsistent, but certainly an overall more skilled guy than Alex Smith. Alex Smith just, to me, he's just, he's, I would not want to be sitting here saying, well, that's our quarterback for the next five, five or so years. I, I, I really wouldn't want that. I mean, we're very lucky, very fortunate to have Teddy Bridgewater on the, uh, on the, uh, well, I guess you could say on the sidelines and Obviously, he did come in in this one. Third game of the preseason. Yeah, numbers, uh, obviously, there's a reason why he's only got 40 yards in the game. Because the because the special teams and Adam Thielen had a very nice return on the second touchdown. Or actually, the first one. The second touchdown was the, <laughs> yeah, it was basically like, a, like a two passes and a touchdown for Teddy Bridgewater. And then... The second one was an interception by Sean Prater, who returned it almost to the house as well. One pass and a second touchdown in the game for Teddy Bridgewater. So, didn't really get to... It was like, that's great, that's awesome. I mean, if this was a regular season game, hell yeah. You know, awesome, hell yeah. Let's just, let's, I mean, we're, we're kicking their ass. This is spectacular. Who cares if Teddy Bridgewater isn't racking up the numbers or this or that. But it would have been nice to see more of what Teddy Bridgewater can do out there. Um, more chance to see him drive against the Kansas City Chiefs, but the field position was so doggone good, <laughs> he didn't really have to drive the team very far. It was basically like a touchdown was a first down for the most part, if you know what I mean. I mean, psh. But, his release, and overall, like I'm going to get to in the Facebook page, it's going to be a two-segment show like last one. The regular season, it will be a three-segment show. The game review, the game preview, and the uh, fan interaction, of course, in the preseason. There's no reason to preview a game. Other, you know, it's more or less talk about news or, and so here and there in the first segment and kind of in the second segment as well with the uh, um, fan interaction on Facebook, Twitter. And we do have a call-in from Brent Jacobson, which is very, very good stuff. So just letting you know about that. Uh, but yeah, the quarterback position, I think we're in good hands overall. Matt Castle... Good enough to be a starter, not good enough to be a franchise quarterback, and, and everybody knows that, of course. I mean, it's just, we, we're just kind of seeing why he's not a franchise quarterback. I mean, he's not going to go out there and dominate on a weekly basis. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, who knows? He's, he's got some special skills. It's going to be fun to see him continue to develop more and more. Um, some of Matt Castle's throws were pretty wobbly. <laughs> They're pretty wobbly. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, though, I'm telling you, that that quick release and that just that the way he sails the ball is a thing of beauty. The way he hits his receivers in stride, where only, like I said, only the receiver can catch it. The defender can't catch it, and he throws it like we said in stride. And sure, Castles was thrown in stride to uh, Mr. Cordell Patterson. But the way Bridgewater just sails it in there, back corner of the end zone, I, I just love that kind of stuff. I love it, and he's got the makings to be a very, very good quarterback in this league. 
a bit surprised. So some people think he's, uh, they don't really, they just don't like him. They're not really, they don't really think he's going to be much in this league. I'm seeing special skills out of this one, guys. I didn't see special skills out of Christian Ponder. Uh, you, you just never saw it. You never saw even a hint of it. He didn't even give you a chance. Christian Ponder didn't even give you a chance to come on the air or go on Facebook or Twitter or to your cubicle at work or whatever, if you're lucky enough to work in a cubicle versus just, like, labor nonsense. <clears throat> um, to come out and say Christian Ponder has special skills. Teddy Bridgewater has special skills, folks. Yep, and, and, it's, and it's great. Uh, Matt Castle has... Matt Castle is a quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is going to be a level higher than that. I do. And you, you can see it. Is he going to be a superstar in this league? Well, obviously way too early to say. But he has the makings of in a, a, an above-average quarterback in this league. Matt Castle has the makings of a slightly above-average quarterback in this league. It's like you say above average early on because yeah, I mean I think he's <laughs> I think he's gonna I think Teddy Bridgewater's gonna be above average. After that we'll see. How how far above average is all a matter of it's gonna be a matter of time, a matter of development, and I do have an unbelievable amount of confidence and I'm so happy I can come on the air and say this today that I have confidence in this coaching staff that Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> <laughs> will be developed correctly. Did we were we able to say that for the X amount of years with the previous quarterbacks, Tavares Jackson, um, Christian Ponder? Were we able to say that with the previous uh, offensive coordinators and, and head coaches and, and quarterbacks coaches? Possibly some of them under Childress. I mean, Daryl Bevel has become a pretty good uh, coordinator, but certainly not in the in the Leslie Frazier era. Certainly not. Certainly bleeping not. <laughs> Under Mr. Uh, I don't even want to remember his name. Bill Musgrave. I almost forgot, which is kind of funny. Very forgettable. Uh, oh my God! How can you not have? Uh, how can you not have faith in this coaching staff? It's it's very exciting on the offensive side of the ball. Defensive side, heck, your head coach specializes in it, and it showed. I mean, it's just wave after wave after wave after wave. <laughs> It really is. It's, it's a thing of beauty to watch uh, this defense continue to develop under Mike Zimmer and, of course, George Edwards. I mean, it is an awesome thing. So they're certainly not perfect, and nobody's going to be perfect. And, of course, the, the personnel is always going to be an issue, just like Tavares Jackson probably was such an inferior quarterback that regardless of how good Daryl Bevel is or isn't, he wasn't going to develop under Daryl Bevel. I mean, a coach can't wave a magic wand and suddenly the guy's a good quarterback. But, hey, good coaches will are more likely to develop the right uh, the right type of quarterback in the right situation. This is looking like it's heading in that direction. Um, boy, the sacks did rack up for the Vikings in this one. Got to like that. Brian Robinson with a half sack. Jasper Brinkley was... was uh, Jasper Brinkley, very active in this one. A half sack, two tackles overall. Um... Uh, Nice game. Nice game for him. Jasper Brinkley's looking like an, like an okay, you know, obviously he's not going to play every down because, well, obviously when there's a nickel, Jasper Brinkley's not going to be in there. And that's fine. 
<laughs> That's the good part, because you don't necessarily want Jasper Brinkley out there all the time. But he sure looks better with this coaching scheme, doesn't he, versus the previous one. Doesn't he look better? Man, I would say so. Captain Munnerlin, <laughs> again. The best cornerback on the team, with, without a doubt. The new uh, Antoine Winfield. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, the new Antoine Winfield, and he did get an interception, which is the one thing Antoine Winfield wasn't so hot at. Uh, very cool. Chad Greenway with another <laughs> interception. Pass deflected, both by uh, Munnerlin and Greenway as well in this one. Sean Prater with an interception, like I mentioned. Almost took it to the house. Not quite. Not White. Uh, Anthony Barr did not get a uh, three-peat in sacks, but again, very active. Looks like he's going to have an awesome career in this league. Adi Cole all over the place, special teams and, in, you know, out there in snaps as well. How could you not like Adi Cole? I mean, if, if he got cut, I'd be flat-out sh uh, shocked. Seven tackles overall for him. I mean, Adi Cole, I'm, like I've said on the last show, I'm pretty happy with this, uh, I'm pretty happy with the linebackers, and it's been a while since I've been able to say that. I mean, it's like going back in the day. They could be like, wow, these are, we, we have some nice linebackers. I mean, we're talking like late 90s here. Like Ed McDaniel and uh, and uh, Dwayne Rudd, back when Dwayne Rudd was actually good, like his first two years in the league or so. <laughs> After that, it's like Dwayne Rudd sucks, man, and it got really frustrating watching him play. Uh, it's just like, yeah... Good stuff, wasn't it? Mm. But yeah, in the grand scheme of things, a solid, solid game for solid game for the defense. I mean, just one wave after another. Xavier Rhodes looked better than last week. Um, like I was saying last week, I was like really impressed with Xavier Rhodes. And yes, to be fair, obviously he did get burned a couple times, and it's going to happen. Obviously, um, you know, cornerbacks are going to get scored on on occasion. Xavier Rhodes is going to get scored on sometimes, but. Overall, I'm very happy with Xavier Rhodes. I think he has a nice career ahead of him. A lot of people expressing a ton of uh, a ton of fear last week about Xavier Rhodes. Just scared to death like this. Is this guy going to be a good cornerback in this league, or is he just not? I think he is. Um, he had another cast deflection in this game as well. Didn't really get burned in this one. A solid overall night. Not perfect. Got beat a couple times here and there. I mean, guys are going to catch the ball here. It's not like they're going to get zero yards <laughs> passing. It's going to happen. I mean, this is a quarterback's league, even though Kansas City Chiefs quarterbacks were not real good. Um, <laughs> the pass that it shot, Prater intercepted, boy. Either it was a horrible miscue or a, <laughs> or a badly, horribly underthrown ball. Because the receiver was way ahead of where the ball was thrown. Way ahead of it. Not sure if it was a miscue or if it was just a badly thrown pass. But Prater, doing what he needed to do, sniffed it out, made the catch. And, uh, well, yeah. Helped the Vikings score a touchdown one play later. You got it like that. Prater, I do think, makes the team, by the way. He, he's been pretty good the whole, the whole way here. Vikings secondary, not perfect, but... A lot better this week than last. I mean, they, they, it was a little scary at times last week. That's why a lot of people, again, screaming bloody murder about Xavier Rhodes. At least some people out there. Kind of a mixed, kind, kind of a mixed bag, I guess we'll say, when it comes to him. Um, Marcus Sherrill's almost Marcus Sherrill's fumbled a kickoff, which was quite frustrating. Excuse me, punt, which was quite frustrating. I kind of call him hit and miss Sherrill's, where the last couple of years I called him fair catch Sherrill's, where basically he'd fair catch everything. 
except for the couple that he actually w- thought that he didn't need a fair catch. He could try to return. He would uh, he would get a huge return out of it. Uh, I'm I'm calling him hit and miss, Gerald, because <laughs> sometimes he's just he sometimes he's just not that good. But other times he's he's awesome when it comes to re- the the return. Definitely not the kind of guy you want out there playing major minutes, major snaps at the cornerback position. I mean, do you even want him out there on the dime? I guess you might have to at times, <laughs> but that's about it. Certainly not a nickelback in my humble, very humble opinion. Sean Prater is a guy that, I, you know, I think he's going to continue to get more playing time out there, more snaps. Robert Blanton is going to play Sundays as well, with, without a doubt in my humble opinion. Mr. All Raymond barely noticed him out there. But then sometimes sometimes that's a good thing too. <laughs> sometimes it is. So overall, just a very solid defensive game. Offense not as sharp as the score would indicate. But hey, Bridgewater completed what he needed to, and and it was a thing of beauty. Did they, he he didn't get tested as much as I would have liked. That's the that's the bummer part. I'm sure we'll see a significant amount of playing time for Mr. Bridgewater in the next game, and I'm sure we'll see some significant playing time out of old Christian Ponder in the next game as well. Mm-mm-mm. Aren't you looking forward to it? Don't you love watching Christian Ponder out there? Aren't you excited? Well, it's the fourth game of the preseason. Um, there's fun to watch in that one, watching guys compete for the team, uh, maybe last-second, uh, last-ditch efforts at, at starting jobs as well, or maybe backup versus, like, reserve, per se. It's better to be a backup than a reserve, you know, like be like the third string guy who's maybe deactivated. Uh, guys that'll maybe just barely hang on by getting into the practice squad. <laughs> we'll see where things head there. Um, I believe I mentioned this on the last show, and if I didn't, I apologize, but I'll just say it now. Jerome Simpson suspended for three, the, the first three games. So for the second time in three years, Jerome Simpson's going to miss uh, a few games to start the season. Oh, goody. Wouldn't be surprised if this is his last year with the Minnesota Vikings if if he survives this preseason because there are other Viking receivers that look good, like Adam Thielen and such, um, and the likes. Uh, also, Matt Asiata, notable, looked real pretty good in this game as well. I mean, he, he had a 31-yard catch and scamper you know, on a screen pass in this game. Kyle Rudolph looked good as well. Cordell Patterson overall the best. But Asiata, very strong game. Very strong game. Jarek McKinnon, I'm still a huge fan of. Can't wait to see him continue to develop. And even Dominique Williams, I almost called him Dominique Wilkins, but Dominique Williams looks uh, good as well. Joe Banyard, I really like him, but I think he's going to have a hard time. There's just too many other pieces right now. Asiata, Jarek McKinnon, I think it's going to be those three. Unfortunately, Matt Asiata hanging on, despite having some pretty weak efforts in previous weeks. Looked good this one, so... Rock and roll. Of course, no Adrian Peterson. You know he's not going to play in the fourth game. So, hello, uh, hello, St. Louis Rams when it comes to Adrian Peterson. <sighs> Speaking of the St. Louis Rams, and you know, Adrian Peterson had an ACL. Sam Bradford had an ACL last year, and he uh, had his knee hyperextended the other day. And uh, after the MRI, well, a lot of people figured, oh, it's not an ACL. He'll, he'll be okay. It's just hyperextended. You know, I'm sure he'll be available for week one. He'll be all right. No, it's, a, it's another ACL, and um, it sucks. I feel for him. I do. And yes, he's making a lot of money. We'll hear from Justin Day on that in a, in a few minutes here. But at the same time, <clears throat> I do feel for him uh, a bit. It's, it's kind of sad. Uh, 
maybe I, maybe more so I feel for Rams fans as well. But though some, the way some people out there might be like, hey, well, Trent Green had an ACL and in came Kurt Warner. Now it's Sean Hill's turn. Sean Hill, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner, Sean Hill. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll be right back for the fan interaction. Hey, it's hot, it's humid, it's summertime. Nothing is more refreshing this time of year than Halcyon Weed Ale, brewed by Tallgrass from Manhattan, Kansas. Their 8-Bit Pale Ale is my personal favorite and the official beer of this podcast. There is nothing cooler than seeing Pac-Man licking his chops on this amazing can and even better beer. Check out the many other wonderful beers Tallgrass offers on their website at www.tallgrassbeer.com. Check out their beer locator to see what's available in your area. You can follow Tallgrass on Twitter at TallgrassMN and find them on Facebook. Simply search Tallgrass Minnesota. Bringing people together over a beer since 2007. sportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting the sportstuff.com and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply download Purple Mafia on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, download the Double Twist app. And for Windows and BlackBerry phones, simply find us in the store. And now, back to Paladino Joey. Contact us and support Purple Mafia by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. Yes, call for Joey and Purple Mafia. Did my eyes see me last night, or did I see guys in purple uniforms actually catch passes thrown by the other team and sack players? Or did that actually happen? Because I'm not used to seeing that. This defense, I tell you, may not be purple people eaters quality yet, but with enough time in Zimmer's system, it could be someday soon. We're in for an exciting season. Skull Vikings. Keep up the good work, Joey, and uh, man, it would suck to be a Rams fan right now with Sam Bradford tearing his ACL again. Ponder the Rams? We can only hope, huh? Catch you later. Bye. And I thank you very much for that call, Brent. See, see guys out there? Now do you see why I like to keep the uh, calls to a minute? Look how sharp that was. That was awesome. See how it's much better when the calls are down to a minute. It's nothing against anybody. I mean, I love, I love the calls. 
And I love all the takes you made in the past, everybody out there that have called in. But just saying how it's important that you're more sharp like that and not so relaxed, kind of like, yeah, you know, the Vikings, yeah, you know. They, they, they uh, Christian Ponder, he just sucks. And, you know, the, the, that Matt Castle, he, uh, he's all right. And, you know, you know, see, it's better when you're sharp, when you're more sharp. That's kind of what radio is about. I'm, you know, I'm guilty of it at times, too. We all need, <laughs> you know, I'm ever improving, ever improving. I could be a 50-year veteran and I'd still want to improve. I'm definitely not a 15-year veteran. I'm a, well, this is going to be my seventh season already. Holy smokes. Yeah? Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, this is my seventh season of Purple Mafia already. Holy smokes, that time is just going too quick. All right, so let's be sharp instead of rambling on and on about random stuff. Purple players getting interceptions and sacks. Yes, very cool. <laughs> very cool observation. It's it's real. Yeah, it is real. Just like the seven million bats I saw flying around tonight in this humid, cruddy weather with. I guess it must be multi-million uh, uh, mosquitoes out there for those bats to be eating. That or Count Dracula's coming. Yeah, I know. Fall's got to be here pretty soon, but uh, we'll see. Um, it was very cool. <laughs> it, it was very nice to see. This defense is, is unbelievably better. And it is kind of crazy uh, when you think about how the previous coach, yeah, he also was a defensive coordinator. Good job, Bill... Uh, Rick Spielman. I almost called him Bill Spielman. What in the hell? Good job, Rick Spielman, in in hiring this guy. You know, not not just jumping on the whole thing. Well, you know what? Since the last guy was a defensive coordinator, we might as well go offense. You know, the defense was worse than the offense last year. It really was. And the offense is showing that it's fairly decent. Oh, and by the way, uh, by the way, Mike Zimmer hired Norv Turner to coach the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, funny how that works. Uh, two extremes uh, going, two extremes working together. That's a pretty good thing, actually. Uh, it's pretty nice. It's actually quite nice. This defense looks really, really sharp. Really on the ball, literally. Rushing the quarterback, getting interceptions. Players are where they need to be to make plays, which they were not last season, and they were not in 2011. 2012 was kind of a phenomenon, <laughs> and well, I guess the Vikings defense was fairly decent in 2012. It was decent. Whatever the hell changed in 2013, I have no idea. But we also had the MVP of football that year running the ball that kind of helped a uh, you know maybe a seven and nine, eight and eight team become a ten and six team. It might have helped a little bit. In fact, I kind of think it did actually. Kind of think so. Kind of think so. Especially late that Green Bay Packer game. That was one of the best games in a long time, actually, that us Viking fans have enjoyed. Probably the best since any game in 09. So, um, yeah. As for Sam Bradford, absolutely, man. I, I feel for I, I feel for him. Really sucks. And, yes, he's got a nice paycheck. But in the NFL, once in a while, people get cut. I'm sure the Rams will cut him. And Even though I bet in a way they probably wish they could. <laughs> um... Yeah, it would suck, though, to like, go out there and then your ACL goes again, just like that. Man, that's just some serious bad luck. So we'll see what happens with that one. Christian Ponder to St. Louis, you say? Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be actually quite cool. But now it sounds like it's going to be Mark Sanchez. The St. Louis Rams are interested in Mark Sanchez of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
No, not making that up. Um, but yeah, he's I guess another ponder in a lot of ways. Mark Sanchez, cute, 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 cute. <laughs> Very cool. So yeah, it's one underachieving meh kind of a high, meh like draft pick after another. Man, Mark Sanchez, yeah, I mean he was taken higher than Ponder, wasn't he? In fact, he was taken really high, really, really high. Hmm, crazy. Yeah. Well, there you go. There it is. Mark Sanchez to St. Louis. No, unofficial, of course. So, yeah, fantastic call. Let's uh, keep them coming, when, whoever you are out there, you know, who, whoever is whoever wants to call. Uh, but, yeah, keep them to a minute if you could. Please keep them to a minute. I really would appreciate that. That way you're sharper. You get your points out, and which is, which is something I need to continue to improve on as well. Mark Carlson, this was in the post of, I know, it seems like every time I post out, up oh, the newest show is out, blah, blah, blah on iTunes. I usually get a lot of posts in here telling how, how they felt about the show. Well, two guys from Iowa were posting in this one, and Mark Carlson saying, I missed the game, but not the podcast, that being the uh, the second game of the preseason against the Arizona Cardinals, Dennis Green's former team. Uh, he says, the family was busy outdoors with the second annual Shish Kebab Fest here at the house. I should have had the foresight to put a TV outside. Yeah, look at you. Thanks to Paladino Joey, I am still up to date. But yesterday, Wednesday the 20th, I saw a CBS Sports News blurb that had Minnesota listed with four other teams at the bottom of the NFL. Wow. (laughs) And it went on to say the Vikings will win only five games. Evidently, they have not noticed the coaching change and the updated roster. One more thing. (laughs) While talking with my Viking friends locally... The stadium subject came up. Looking close at this year's schedule, we will be playing outdoors, game after game. And as a team that played well indoors at home, I wonder how this will affect the team. For reference, week 9 to week 14, by week included. Hope the team adjusts to the outdoor conditions and plays well. Skull, Mark from Iowa. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how all that turns out. It really is, and very nice thoughts there, without a doubt. We'll try to keep moving. Dave Hickey saying, how about them Hawks, Mark? <laughs> As in the ha hawk eyes. Sean Crater, yeah. Alan Reisner and always Greenway. The whole team looks pretty damn good, and AP hasn't even played. I'm thinking only seven or eight wins, though. They are one or two years away from really being a championship team. I like the way Bridgewater is playing, but I still think he should... Uh, I think I still think it should be Castle's job to lose. Right on the ball with just a, with pretty much yeah everything there, and yes, I'm really enjoying these the, the the play of the Hawkeyes out there, the former Hawkeyes, including Chad Greenway. I'm actually pleased with Chad Greenway so far. He's certainly not perfect, and he got beat on one of the Arizona Cardinals touchdowns last week. But you know what? Like we always say, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, well, yeah, like you're going to shut out the other team. They're going to get zero yards, zero touchdowns, zero this, zero that. No, guys are going to get beat once in a while. Even the best get beat, including Mr. Big Mouth over there in Seattle, who shall remain nameless. On to Mark Carlson here. says, uh, the players are talented. I keep looking at the schedule. And each week there <laughs> there is more news, positive news, encouraging news that indicates a better season ahead. Our rookies show that they have star potential. I am most concerned about our D. <laughs> so happy we took Anthony Barr. And who would disagree with you on the quarterback spot? No reason to stick the rookie on the field. Oh. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Both of you guys are star candidates with these uh, strong comments. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, Matt Castle should start. Yeah, 
He should. He he's not. I don't know. Obviously, he's not Montana. He's not Brady. He's not. He might not even be Brad Johnson. Because Brad Johnson was kind of a, an occasional Pro Bowler out there. But then again, yeah, maybe he is Brad Johnson or Gus Farratt or something. Like when Farratt was better, not like necessarily. But then again, Farratt was good both times he was on the Vikings, wasn't he? He just wasn't great or anything. He was good. <laughs> Putting uh, Tavares Jackson as the starting quarterback for that Philadelphia game in 2008, I'm still I'm still bitter about that one, Mr. Childress. You, mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep peek, take it easy now. Uh, I made a statement saying Bridgewater make makes it look so easy. His release and the spirals he throws are the sign of a promising quarterback. That generated a decent amount of response here. <laughs> Straight out of. <laughs> Melbourne, Australia, Cleveland Browns fan, LA Lakers fan, and very close friend of mine, and co-host, or or host, because we like to bounce around back and forth with that one, of the Showtime and T-Wolves show, and of course, he's also a co-host of the Courtside Podcast. <laughs> Long introduction there, Vince Germano, yes sir, simply says, he's no Manziel. <laughs> he likes to bring up Johnny Manziel every single time I say the word Bridgewater, doesn't he? Oh, Vinny. Hope, hope you're listening, and uh, thank you if you are, and uh, oh, Johnny Manziel, huh? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not too mad at him for flipping off the uh, Washington Redskins. I have a lot of pinned-up hatred for that franchise, too. It's nothing to do with the name of the team, necessarily. Uh, 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 that's that's another topic that's kind of, mm, you know... Uh, I guess I'll just let everybody whine and complain about it. Since so many people complain about uh, about it, I don't need to really talk about it too much. There's too many other things to talk about. <laughs> everybody else, you know, wants to go on and on about certain subjects, like like Michael Sam and this and that. And for me, you know what? You know what? You guys want to, you know, since you want to say we have to talk about it, not necessarily since everyone else is talking about it, why should I have to necessarily? You know what I'm saying? Why not just uh, go in a different direction sometimes? Anyhow, uh, Justin Mayor Henry saying about uh, Bridgewater, of course, now that I've gone all over the place already, he says, yes, he does. He's going to be such a great player. So glad we've got him. Castle didn't shine quite as bright tonight, but overall I'm still super excited for the season to get started. High hopes, and it looks like it's going to be a fun year to be a Vikings fan. Skull. Still keep thinking we don't even have AP in yet. That's going to make a hell of an impact this year. Multiple threats. Yeah. Strong. Very cool there, Justin. Very cool. Yeah. I mean... Yep. Uh, <laughs> this this does have the looks of a promising season. I'm going to keep the predictions on wins and losses, per se, uh, for the season preview. I, tr- I traditionally do that. Hopefully I'll get... Uh, Dylan, he's he seems to be uh, seems like I'm able to reach him now. He got a he changed he changed his he changed his number. It's like whoops. So I was like texting the wrong number and I was thinking, what happened to him? Is he okay? But uh, yeah, good great shout out to the awesome uh, Dylan Richardson, the creator and executive producer of thesportstuff.com. Patrick Grant saying going to be a great season. Dave Hickey saying I love the way. The team is playing so far. Defense is going to wreak havoc on other teams, and our offense is stacked with playmakers all around. How about my two boys, Jeremiah, Washon Prater, and the Bridgewater to Allen Reisner touchdown connection? Yeah, baby. Skull Vikings. 
Brent saying, I'll be calling in tomorrow sometime if you haven't already recorded. And yep, and we got that going. And he says, sweet, keep up the good work. Dave Hickey saying, God, I hope Teddy is the savior of our team. I think they need to bring him along slowly unless Castle... Oh, whoops. There we go. Unless Castle really struggles. Teddy, he does look good throwing touchdowns. I can't wait until Narv's new offense with AP running and catching the ball with a little opening. And he's loose, as Paul Allen says. <laughs> he gets yelled on the TV from PA. It's going to be an exciting year for the whole team. Offense, so many weapons. Defense, the pass rush is going to be heavy, and that's going to create a lot of turnovers right back into our ass-kicking offense. <laughs> that's all. That's what Childress used to call it. <laughs> The defense is so much better, isn't it? I mean, that that's probably the theme of this, this week's episode, is the defense is as wonderful and sharp as Teddy Bridgewater looks out there. And it's a, it's a cool connection. This week's theme is, is the defense. And yes, the special teams helped as well with those nice returns. Adam Thielen is going to make this team, by the way. And if Adam Thielen doesn't make this team, I'll be flat out shocked. And I don't care if he's from Minnesota, Hawaii, or Tokyo, Japan. I don't care where he's from. He's a he's a receiver that deserves to make this Minnesota Viking roster. It has nothing to do with any type of oh Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So uh, now I talk about Sam Bradford, and then we'll wrap up with other posts shortly. Uh, Brent Jacobson saying, "I wonder if the Rams will run run with Sean Hill, or they might be interested in Ponder." Yeah, like I was saying, looks like it might be Mark Sanchez. Uh, Sebastian Balls. Yes, sir. You'll be hearing his uh, voice once again on this show pretty soon, i got to think. You know, all three of these guys will probably be on this show at some point. Brent Jacobson, Sebastian, and Justin Day. <laughs> kind of funny when you hear, when you think about that. Uh, Sebastian saying... Oh, sorry about this. Sebastian saying, I really hope the Vikings are looking at it. It would be good for... Pardon me, this thing is acting up. It would be good... For the team to get another pick late in the draft, we draft well even with the late rounders. Yeah, yeah, we do most of the time. Yeah, I mean, look at Michael Motti. Holy moly, you know, and look at some of these other guys this year. Not bad at all. Justin Day saying, "I can't feel too bad for a guy that he's got fifty mil. I mean, that's got fifty mil in his bank account. I mean, I'd love to have my knee blown out two or three times. Ouch, <laughs> and have fifty million. That said, okay, I feel a little bad for him, and the Vikings will not trade trade him, being Ponder, till after Week One. He knows too much about the offense of about the offensive system. Insider trading, no chance. Yeah, and I, I don't think Ponder will be traded, even if we want it, and even if they wanted uh, multiple reasons, obviously. There's just nothing going on with Mr. Ponder. And, of course, I just don't think that, uh, yeah, I, I don't think he is going to get traded. I kind of think he's going to be the third stringer this year. Regardless if we like it or not, I think he is going to be the third stringer. And I apologize, this thing is just, I don't know what it's doing. I'm using, actually using the iPad, too, but the actual recorder here is kind of, mm. But, um, yeah, that's just how it goes. I'll leave us a couple more posts here. Yes, sir. Okay, look at this guy, Brent Sebastian, putting up some funny picture about the <laughs> a big heavy guy wearing a Packers like uh, thong-looking thing. 
Alrighty then. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's Photoshop, by the way, but who knows? Sebastian saying with Bradford out, do you see us winning week one? Yeah. Um, well, I kind of think we will, but I'm going to leave that alone for now. Yeah, I'm going to save that for the next uh, the next episode. couple of posts in here. Wow, look at this. kind of busy. What the heck? There's a lot going on in here. Mm-mm-mm. You guys are posting a lot. Some of it's in-game stuff that I'm not going to really get into. Uh, boy, lots of posting in here. Holy moly. Oh, yeah, Johnny Menzel's middle finger, posted by Brent Jacobson. Uh, Sebastian showing the two quarterbacks saying says it all. Yeah, it's a lot better situation, isn't it? Um, nice picture of Teddy Bridgewater from behind in this one, saying imagine how much better Teddy will be after he gets to sit on the bench this year and watch quarterbacks be faced like Cutler, Stafford, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Matt Ryan of the Falcons, Tom Brady, and that's a lot of learning. Yeah, he gets to see a lot of quarterbacks out there, doesn't he? And, and yeah, Bridgewater's going to learn a lot in this system. Um, it's going to be great, too. It's going to be great for him to learn in this system. It's, I mean, how, how can you not love it? And now the pictures of, uh, oh, excuse me, tickets. <laughs> tickets for Adrian Peterson for ga- ticket, well, tickets for game three of the preseason, or regular season against the New England Patriots. He's saying, here they are, folks. As promised, here they are. Physical proof of the tickets. I will take whoever is willing to pay for the ticket. Message me or comment if interested. Skull. By the way, I did get them for a steal. So it might be worth looking into with Adrian Peterson. <laughs> uh, says Viking Sebastian continuing saying, Viking fans, everyone on the Facebook pages say we have zero passing game. Yeah, I, I, I think we have a passing game. <laughs> he says, okay, good one. Castle has torn it up. Teddy's playing well. I'm sick and tired of people saying we, we will be the joke of the NFL. Just saying, yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe anybody would say that. It's crazy. Now there's some in-game stuff. Uh, I'm going to kind of pass on that for now. Um, Brent Jacobson saying, I know it's just preseason, but boy, does Mike Zimmer's defense look legit. Sebastian saying skull another win offense looked okay defense was amazing and no continue to post all you want on there I mean that's the whole point is to have activity and have fun during the thing I'm just probably not going to read in-game commentary necessarily on air unless it's like the, a huge play obviously well I mean I'm sure there yeah the two picks the captain and flash touchdown Teddy yeah those are great I mean don't stop posting that Sebastian and others out there without a doubt but kind of the overall commentary I'm going to kind of pass on that otherwise it'll be like way too long Sebastian saying uh, to analyze the game against the Chiefs, all factors. Obviously, we don't have all the factors. Obviously, there is no Peterson, but the Vikings did play pretty much every other starter. The only starter that I saw the Chiefs were not playing was, was their running back. So, so when you take into consideration Matt Castle had a decent game, it makes you think about the quarterback competition. Castle threw an interception that was just brutally ugly, and it was. Yeah, I, I agree with Sebastian there. Our defense did not give up a single touchdown until the fourth quarter. Yep, Chad Greenway was expected not to play halfway through the week with a recurring wrist injury, yep, that he did not have surgery on. Although Sean Prater, Chad Greenway, and Captain Mutterland all had interceptions for the Minnesota Vikings in Kansas City. If that is a showcase of how our defense will play going into the year, I am extremely excited. <laughs> Granted, we did. We did that, uh, yeah, so basically we're going to leave that one. Um, 
it was really exciting indeed. Yeah, he was saying how Teddy had only 40 yards, and yeah, part of that was because of obviously the field position didn't really have many to uh, many to go on. Dave Hickey saying Sam Bradford's out for the season sounds like a good home. <laughs> sounds like a good home for one, Mister Ponder. Then we can hand the Rams a beatdown in Week One. I doubt Ponder would play that soon, but desperate nature of the Rams could be in a third round pick for Mr. Ponder. Ooh, I don't think they're going to give us that much. <laughs> and yeah, like before, unfortunately, it looks like they're looking at Sanchez, which sucks. Sebastian saying trade Ponder, get a late pick, sign Tebow. Hmm. Sebastian again saying Ponder has brought the Vikings more, brought the Vikings to the playoffs more recently than Cutler. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? <sighs> yeah. So that will wrap up the Facebook page. Yeah, isn't that crazy though? Cutler, uh, excuse me, Ponder has brought the Vikings to the postseason. Ponder has brought in, brought the Vikings to the playoffs more recently than Jay Cutler, which is crazy. Though Cutler did take the Bears to the NFC title game. That That is important, but at the same time, kind of funny when you think about it. Kind of, kind of crazy, actually. Quite crazy. See, not too much going on in the Twitter at Pro Mafia Show, of course. Um, Al Lambert's saying, cool name, man. And hopefully he uh, did check it out. He said, iTunes, you hit the big time. <laughs> cool. Hopefully you're listening, Al. He said, at uh, GDelly77. So give him a follow if you like. Hopefully he doesn't mind me saying that. And only one uh, other comment. Antonio Fett at Antonio Fett. Like, you know, like Baba Fett at the end. F-E-T-T after Antonio. Uh, this being Anthony Carlson, the son of Mark Carlson off in the Army, saying, I'm pretty impressed with the with the way the Vikings have been playing this preseason, hoping for a strong start to the season, and I think it will be. I think it will be. Um, I, I feel very, I feel calm and confident watching this team right now. Um, I was, I mean, obviously in the preseason I sit down much more analytical, not jumping up and down like, oh my god, this and that. You just kind of sit down, you, you shake your head at, at this and that, and you smile at this and that. That's kind of what the preseason is. And it's mostly analyzing this uh, players, how, how, how well they're fitting in and the schemes and all that good stuff. And right now, I really have a good vibe going into the, the regular season. We're not there yet, though. Got one more game to play. We'll probably see a Castle play maybe a couple seconds, if 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 at all. Maybe one series or two, and then you'll see Teddy Bridgewater play maybe the first half, and Ponder play the second half. Oh goody! But we're gonna see a lot of Teddy Bridgewater in that first. Excuse me, in that last game, I think, and I can't wait for that. We're gonna see a lot of other guys like Audie Cole continue to get tons of playing time. I mean, he's all over the place out there. You're going to see more Gerald Hodges. You're going to see uh, Michael Maudie. You're going to see guys like that. I'm a fan of both. Uh, I'm a fan of both Hodges and Maudie, by the way. Penn State linebackers. Big fan. Big fan. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt those guys make the team. Obviously, Hodges pretty much has to. And Maudie, I mean, no kidding. He's He's got a chance to be a solid player in this league as well for, for a while, I think. He's a guy with multiple ACLs in his career, so... You know, people do come back from that. Some come back better than others, and Mahdi looks like he's he's been doing that. He's no stud like maybe he could have been if not for the injuries, but uh, he's gonna he's gonna carve out a nice career, I think. That's the good news. Uh, Chad Greenway and in, in ACL way back at the beginning of his career, so guys come back. They do, without a doubt. 
want to thank all of you so very much for your comments and all of the above. You've all been uh, fantastic. I should pass out the stars, though, because I forgot to last week. Malcolm would get the gold star last week, though. I'm going to remember that Malcolm gold star for last week. I'm going to leave that as is. Yep, he gets the gold star for last week. Uh, this week, it's got to be uh, Dave Hickey. He was all over the place. You know, fantastic. Take after take after take. Uh, gets the gold star. Brent Jacobson gets the silver. And um, Sebastian will get the... Uh, Sebastian and Mark Carlson get the bronze. They're, I mean, both all over the place. Fantastic. Um, Brent Jacobson with a great call-in. You know, obviously, he's going to get one of the three stars. Um, so, yeah. Hickey's going to get the gold. Brent... Silver, and then Mark Carlson and Sebastian with the, uh, you know, ultimately, I'm actually going to give the bronze star to Justin Mayer Henry, actually, because his take was really good, too. It's like I could give everybody, (laughs) I could give everybody a star. It's just kind of tough. It's tough. Um, And lots of these guys have had trillions of stars already. Uh, Justin Mayer Henry is going to get the bronze for this one. So I'm going to leave that as is. Thank you all so much for listening to this show. But first, I got to do the gold star sound. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Dave Hickey again. Yet another gold star. Wow. All over the place in this one. So uh, thanks again, everybody. We'll be back for the fourth game of the preseason. And go Teddy Bridgewater. And. Absolutely go defense.